Hello. <laughs> and welcome to Talking Shit with a Yank and a Brit. So, for the audience at home, this is our second episode of our very popular podcast that mm-hmm. I think two people outside of us have maybe heard mm. at this I'll point. But ra- rave reviews from my husband and your roommate. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know... I think it's because uh, we're so real. Uh, this podcast is really about, you know, two friends who are from different countries, cultures, parts of the world, talking shit about stuff and sharing stories. Um, just exactly a disclaimer. Right. Yeah, just a disclaimer. We're uh, not experts really on much of anything except for what we decide we are. So <laughs> nothing about this podcast is deemed to be uh research worthy can should be considered legal advice or diagnosis <laughs> <laughs> information about anything so don't you know complain when we get something wrong because chances are we did that on purpose yeah. just making sure you're listening all right so what do you got for me today um well i've got a nice story for you i've got a few stories actually um <laughs> Had a little incident last week. I was, uh, I ran myself a bubble bath. Nice. Um, I mean, I go all in for bubble baths, so it's deep, it's hot. I've got salts, I've got bubbles, I've got relaxation oils. I like candles everywhere. Oh, this is an event. Yeah, I make it, I've got like a caddy that I put my laptop on mm-hmm. to watch, it holds my glass mm-hmm. of wine. I've got a bath pillow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're like Sean, you're going to be in there for the long haul. Then. Oh, yeah, I'm in there for like a good hour. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, so I ran my bath. It's beautiful in there. It's so relaxing. All my little tea candles. Do you know what they are? Like the little... Mm-hmm. The little like the sh- yeah, the short ones that are like a quarter size. Yeah. So I lit all those. And I usually, I light them at the end of the bath and then I then move them around the bathroom. Um, so I did all that. Got in the bath. I'm relaxing. Got my head back. Got my hair in a bun. And all of a sudden, I just hear. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell was that?" And then thought, "Oh fuck! I didn't move the candles." <laughs> <laughs> so I've got all these tea lights behind my head, and I was no. like, "No." So luckily, like as I moved, picked my head up, the fire was clearly put out. But yeah, my my bun set on fire in the bath. (laughs) I'm surprised the smell of burning hair didn't hit you first. (laughs) Well, yeah, that was like the second thing. So I was like, heard the noise. I was like, what? Because I had the window open because it's so hot in there. Mm -hmm. I thought, God, that. It's weird, like really weird wind noise. Like <laughs> never heard that before. <laughs> and then I got the whiff and was like, "That smells like burning hair." Holy fuck! My hair just burnt. <laughs> How what am I your hair do? fucked up? Is well, it like I need to go to the salon, bad? No, it's thankfully it was fine. Um, but because it was like in a bun and all tied up, and I mean the noise was like. <sighs> So to me, that indicated <laughs> just there was burned some burning. My whole bun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily, it must have been like just sort of the tip that was coming out. 
oh, okay. fun, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I didn't like look at it immediately. I was just like, I'm in the bath now. <laughs> well, that was going to be my next question is, did that ruin your bath time or did you stay the course? I thought, well, I'm just going to sit here, just try and relax, just forget about it. But at intervals throughout the bath... <laughs> It was just intrusive thoughts like, oh, my God, what if I take my hair down and I've just got like a shaggy <laughs> bun left? You undo your bun and like half your hair falls out. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, what if everything just falls out? Oh, God. Uh, but yeah, thankfully, <laughs> it's OK. I'm not bald. That um, noise is what saved you. Because imagine. If yeah. It was just silent. Fucking hell. It was terrifying, honestly. <laughs> So what are you going to do differently next time? I'm going to check that I move. I'm just not going to light the candles on the bath, basically. They can go everywhere around the bathroom, but not the bath. So yeah, word of warning. Check you've moved your candles before you lay back in the bath. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, good for you, though, on taking that time. Because I really struggle with taking baths. Like, Shauna always offers to draw me one. And I cannot. I just, like, I don't enjoy sitting in it. it. it's like usually too warm and mm. I just get bored even with like having, you know, on my iPad to watch something and I just can't relax. And I think this is about me more than the bath. Mm-hmm. Like I think as a kid, baths were reserved for like if you're sick, you know, like oh, I really well to take a bath. But other mm. than that, it's always just kind of a shower. So Sean really, really enjoys like a couple hour bath session. You've got has. like jets in your bath, haven't you? We do. Oh, my God. They work sometimes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, when they work, I think that's a big, big bonus for Sean. But he bubble baths, bath bombs, shower caddy. Really? He usually will have a little <laughs> snack, candy. There's often, like, candy wrappers in there when I go in there. So, yeah, that's, like, mm. also an event for him. And, you know, I I think he did this a lot when he lived in England, too, and I suspect it's probably one of those things. Like, it's raining, cold out, nothing like a hot bath, maybe. Yeah. But I can just, I can't do it. Oh, you need to get into it. Yeah. Well, what you were setting the scene for with the candles and being really relaxing, I mean, I could get I could get the appeal of that, but mm. I also feel like I would be someone who might accidentally set myself or something on fire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it is a real issue. <laughs> As I discovered. There needs to be more mm. PSAs about bath time fires, I think. <laughs> it does. <laughs> bath time safety <laughs> in school. Hey, kids. Want a bath? Only you can prevent tub fires. <laughs> uh. Well, I'm glad. I mean, you're, you have nice hair, so I'm glad it was salvageable. Yeah, I recently dyed it actually, so maybe that prevented full burn, or maybe it made it worse. I don't know. Just the toxic fumes of the dye. Yeah, <laughs> just stop. But yeah, the it's, fire. it's fire retardant. But yeah, you're gonna inhale some of that. Yeah, it didn't smell good. And then the next day, I went into the bathroom. <laughs> there was like <laughs> just like charred hair and like black bits. <laughs> <laughs> did Keith see it? Was he like, what the yeah, fuck I showed Keith here? and Claire. I was like, come and look at my burnt hair. <laughs> Leave it there as a reminder. For I did shows. for like four days. I was like, I'm leaving that there. I'm going to ingrain that in my memory so it doesn't happen Never again. Forget. 
terrifier <laughs> of 2023. <laughs> oh, oh, brilliant. Nice. So you're so crushing it, I think, is the bottom line. That's yep. what you're mm-hmm. saying. Crushing it. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Living my best life. What about, uh, how's your love life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got ghosted this week. Rude. So, I know. What, like, why is that a thing, do you think? Because people are too, ch- like, chicken to be honest? Yeah. I think that's what it is. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I have ghosted people in the past. So and I. that's exactly why. It was because I was too scared to have a conversation or send a text to end it. Mainly because I fucking hate hurting people's feelings. Yeah. And don't want to do that to someone. But now, having experienced being ghosted, it's so much easier and so much more humane Mm -hmm. just to send a text saying, you were really great, but I don't feel the connection. Ending it there. It ends it for you. It ends it for them. There's no, like, ambiguity around what's going on. And it's horrible doing it, but then once you've done it, case closed. On to the next. There's something to be said about closure, even if it's, like, not good feeling. Mm. Right? Yeah, sure. Though, do you think that there's, like, different degrees of ghosting? Yes. Like, it's one thing to be talking to someone kind of on an app Yeah, so I don't consider it ghosting if you're talking to someone and haven't met them. Okay. But I think if you've been on, I guess even after like one date. No, I think if you've met them, you should tell them what you're feeling. What Um, if, so you've been on a date and you both kind of, maybe it's kind of clear to both people involved it's like mm, it was okay and neither you or the other person like really follow up after mm. yeah that's I don't not think ghosting me no because i've had that where mm-hmm. just neither of us have reached out after the date and that's fine but if the other person reaches out and says do you want to go on a second date don't just fucking ignore them is that what happened to you or we Met, went on our first date. Went really well. It was really cool. Um, it was really funny. Really chilled. Um, and then I said at the end, it'd be cool to meet you again. Okay, uh, so made your intentions known. Yeah. I said, oh, I'll send you my number. Because we'd only been talking on the dating app. Mm-hmm. Sent him my number. We were talking all week, were arranging a second date for the Saturday night. Um, and then it got to Saturday and he messaged me and was like, oh, I'm really sorry. My mates offered me tickets to a football game. Haven't been to one for ages, so I'm going to do that. I was like, no worries. That's cool. Um, and then just haven't heard since. Did you follow up with him at all? Like, have you... No. Mess. Oh, okay. So he said that. You said it's cool. Check him with you later and then. Mm. But I like, yeah, I said it's cool. And then the next day, like, sent a message 
thing. How was it? Okay, so you did communicate following that, and yeah. there's just been no response. Yeah, I would consider no. that ghosting and kind of shitty. Yeah. I mean, I'm not that fast. I only met the guy once, but it's just a bit like, oh, anyway. Just, like, disrespectful, and I'm a big believer in, like, respect, but I also think that can be subjective for people, and sometimes people think something's disrespectful, and it's kind of like, it's not really about respect. You know what I mean? Mm. But I think in this case, it's it's, like, that is just... Well, like you said, it even if you didn't really know him that well, like you responded, there was a plan to meet up, he changed the plans and you like reached out again. It, it's just kind of it's just kind of rude when it would have been yeah. like It's like you, know, you didn't want to see me again. Why when I sent him my number did you then bother texting me? You could have just ignored me then. Mhm. Maybe he died. Maybe. It's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with that. <laughs> He's dead. I think, isn't that an episode of New Girl? <laughs> yeah, I think Where, it is. like, she meets someone and they're supposed to meet up and she thinks he gets she got ghosted and shows up at his house and it's like there's a funeral. A funeral going on. And his girlfriend's yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> That's, like, a really worst case scenario. That's probably not likely. But, I mean, Good. it's possible. Could R.I.P., sir. <laughs> Yeah, bye. <laughs> oh, well, that's yeah. too bad. I I know dating is hard from what I've heard from other people too and I've had some experience but never had to do online dating really. Um it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, there's just something I think there's like pros and cons to it, right? Like mm. You can kind of get to know someone at a somewhat safe distance. Yeah. Um rather than like blind dates or awkward in person mm-hmm. getting to know you but it makes it very easy and kind of like disposable I feel like that's the sense I get yeah. it's like people are kind of treated as disposable mm-hmm. and I think it gives <sighs> on the other side of the coin it people just a lot of people just use it for validation purposes mm-hmm. rather than seriously dating they just like mm-hmm. the dopamine rush of matching with someone and someone liking them. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah and yeah. also it gives people too much choice. Yeah. So even if you do meet someone and have a connection with them, um, it's apparently very common for people to think, oh, but, you know, what if my dream woman is just around the corner? There's like thousands of girls on this dating app and... I mean, that's true regardless of whether there's an app. There's mm. thousands of people out there that you could meet. I guess I, I guess because it's like at your fingertips, that's the difference, you know? Yeah, that's it. But that's frustrating because, like, you, you will always wonder that, you know? Yeah. And it's, I, it's so weird because, like, I, in my 20s, I mean, I know it's different because I'm older now, but I didn't find dating hard, like. You What's met people in bars think? and yeah. I guess maybe in your twenties as well, most people are still single, so it's kind of mm-hmm. easier mm-hmm. to meet people in real life. Um probably yeah, really more openness too, or like less firm sense of what you might want. Mm. Like in your twenties, were you probably I would I don't want to say lower standards, because I don't think that's fair. 
No, I think that is fair. <laughs> well, okay, we'll just say lower standards. Me too. Um, but you you could probably deal with maybe someone who seems a little less stable or whatever, right? Yeah. And it's more about maybe the attraction because it's kind of like, well, it's not like I have to marry the guy. But mm. I think as you get older and whether or not this is right or true for everyone, I think a part of it is like I – like, I kind of am set in my life. This is my goal. I want to find someone who maybe can, like, at least complement that or, like, kind of be at the same level as me. Like, if you want, if you want to go on a trip and the person you're dating is broke, you mm. know? Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I think the prevalence of dating apps has gotten, well, I don't know. You tell me. When you were in your 20s, you said you were meeting people more, like, out and about, right? Yeah, and now people don't even seem to talk out and about. And I've heard that it's the same for people in their in their teens and twenties now, because hmm. dating apps are the way people meet now, hmm. which is crazy. How long do you wait before you meet someone? <clears throat> so it used to be when I started, I didn't really know what to do. And it was fun talking to people online. Um, but now I have like a rule, like speak to them for a couple of days. If I'm into it, ask them out for a drink. Um, so otherwise you just waste so much time talking to people. So you've made the decision I'll just that you'll just initiate it because like waiting yeah. for the other person is maddening sometimes, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a strong, independent woman. <laughs> Well, does that help, like, maybe kind of force the other person to either acknowledge that maybe they're not into it, you know? Yeah. Because they'll be yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know, I don't really want to. And it's like, all right, well, I guess we don't need to talk anymore. Yeah, exactly. And I've had the same. I'll be talking to them and then they ask me out and I'm like, oh, actually, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> I'd rather set my hair Which, fire. again, as I've gone on... My, <laughs> yeah. my, uh, my swiping standards have gone up because that's the thing as well that I find really weird. So, like, if you look at my exes, like, Which I, I can, wouldn't because I've met several. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have necessarily swiped yes mm -hmm. on a dating app for them mm -hmm. because I. I don't go on looks in real life. I go off personality and the connection and the chemistry. But you have you cannot judge that on a dating app. Right. So you have to go off their looks initially. So in the beginning, I was just like swiping yes to everyone. I was like, oh, look, he could be nice. He could be nice. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, I've got like fucking 20 guys that I need to stick a conversation to. Okay, question then. What sort of picture or image or look would you be like that is an absolute hard no judging a book by its cover so someone who's actually too good looking okay um you know like your, your typical chiseled mm -hmm. like perfectly kept expensive looking clothes um Pictures someone that's at the gym pictures of them at the gym in england a load of guys like taking pictures of themselves fishing and holding a massive slimy fish oh my god that is true here too is it 
Yes. What? Why are they doing that? I don't know. I would have. That shocks me that that's true for you guys, though. <laughs> it really is. I thought that was just like a very kind of hillbilly American thing. No, they love it over here as well. Is it it's like gross. this fish is like basically a euphemism for my manhood? <laughs> <laughs> or it's like, look how manly I am that I can go out and hunt for my own food. Ugh. Baby, I can feed you in the wild. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh god that is interesting though i wonder if there's something to that if it somehow there's like this uh warrior slash like provider kind of theme there do you know what i mean yeah mm. okay but you're saying the fish thing is not something you would be interested in no it's not really not my vibe <laughs> anyone that like seems to be materialistic other than over than that's <laughs> Other than, um, yeah, I just try and try and look for like authentic profiles. Like, let me tell you, right? Okay, <laughs> the most com- so I'm on Hinge. I was going to ask that. Where you you put your pictures up, and then you have I think it's three prompts that you have to answer. And I can tell you that 80 to 90% of the guys on there will use the same fucking three prompts. Um, And these are the answers to them. So one is, I will fall for you if... And can you guess the response? You push me. Oh my God, really? That's not what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like here it would be, if I fall for you, I'll fall for you if... And then it's probably like a list of things you can't have or should have, like big boobs, smart, blah, blah, blah. Good no, job. They obviously think anyway. it's really funny, but it's not because yeah. yeah. everyone puts it. Um, typical one. Sunday. Lay in in the morning, dog walk, Sunday roast, film in the evening. Like literally <laughs> pretty much every profile says that. Uh, what were the other ones? Oh, um what I'm looking for. Someone that doesn't take themselves too seriously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no gold diggers. <laughs> no gold diggers, yeah. Um, oh, what was the other ones? I saw a post about it on Instagram. It was so funny. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Like, every single one. I'll have to, like, poll my friends here and see if that's true. Because I have a couple friends who are on Hinge. And I've seen some screenshots of things. And I bet there are some differences in answers there, but I bet it's consistent amongst the men. I bet it is, yeah. I'll have a little look now and see if I can find some. So, question for you, though, while you're looking. Mm. Like, if you see those answers, is that going to be an automatic skip for you? Not necessarily. Um, Because it is difficult when you're putting your profile together to try and Mm -hmm. come up with something original. Well, and if you're trying to be too unique, that's almost like kind of obvious, too. And it may be a bit of a turn off yeah that's it but there are some really funny ones you can do like um like voice prompts where they do like a voice note mm-hmm. and one of them i went on and it was sort of you know an average looking guy but then you had the voice one next click play and it was like here's some music for, for you while you scroll through my profile and then it's that <laughs> careless whisper <laughs> <laughs> I love things like that. It's pretty funny. Oh, that made me laugh so hard I dropped my mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
<laughs> I mean, that is pretty funny. I think a good sense of humor would be something that I would appreciate. Yeah. That's it. So tell me what, like, what are your prompts? Guild. Okay. Well, you don't have to, like, be super specific, but um, if you can, if you want, maybe this will, maybe so, all of our listeners at home are going to be interested in that. <laughs> my prompts are, we'll get along if... You're self-aware, easygoing, like being out in nature, and we can take the piss out of each other. Mm-hmm. Gotta have those bants, as we already Gotta determined. Have the bants. Um, my simple pleasures are sunrises and sunsets, the sound of rain, being in nature, getting lost in a good book, music and singing, hiking, getting creative, long hot baths, though not so much anymore, cooking <laughs> 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 delicious food. <laughs> Uh, and then I've got. Uh, I feel a little st- neglected because I don't hear podcasting on that list. Oh yeah, podcasting with Kate, talking shit with Kate. Can you add that, please? That is on my Bumble profile. Okay, good. Um, unusual skills: doing accents, winning thumb wars, and learning incredible facts and forgetting them almost instantly. I am so uh, glad you added accents on there because that is one of my favorite things about you. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I just think they're And actually marvelous. that's the most commented prompt that I get. So many guys seem to be like, Oh, you'll never beat me at a thumb war. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, remember, you do seem to attract the teenage boys. I attract <laughs> the teenage boys and like the old men. How old are we talking? Because Well, I mean I've got my age. Bad. Top age is set at forty. One or 76 <laughs> but honestly i yeah in real life i attract the old guys uh, me too to be honest like and i don't mean like a couple years older or 10 years older i'm talking like even like when in I their was... 70s is what i'm talking like, about yeah and honestly like the ones that are a lot older are honestly a little more polite at least but I remember when I was in college and I was waiting tables. And I, I like I was very mean to myself. I was very cute when I was younger. I don't know what happens, just age and life, I guess. But <laughs> I this guy, this like, and I was so I would have been like twenty one, maybe like newly mm. twenty one. And this guy must have been in his fifties and thought he like was well within his right to try to get me to meet up with him after my shift. And I'm like, sir, I. I didn't say this. I thought it, and I was honestly a little freaked out. And I told him I meet up with him at whatever place, and I didn't go. <laughs> he left me like fifty dollar tip, which was nice. But um, <laughs> I was just like, "Sir, I don't like your." It makes me feel bad about myself that you think you have a shot with me. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, funnily enough, there's a guy I know at work who is. I don't know his exact age. He's got to be late fifties, early sixties. And he's lovely, but he's single and divorced and on dating apps and stuff. And me and my, one of my other bosses were sitting there going through his you know, his profile and likes and stuff. And he'd be like, oh, I really like her. And she'd be, you know, gorgeous, blonde, 25. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mate, no offense, but she's not going to be interested in you. <laughs> You're, you know... Late 50s, balding, like, you've got fake teeth. (laughs) 
as in like what you know yeah and and then we'd be like look she's really nice in his age range like really pretty you know and he'd be like no no i'm not into that no no on to the next oh i really like her no she's 22 (laughs) you can't have she's not going to be interested mate like he's it's like he's still stuck in his like 20 year old Mm -hmm. mindset Mm -hmm. if you know what i mean and still thinks he can get the same caliber of women and i'm like no they're just they're not gonna be interested mate like well and the reality is like i don't know if he's actually gone on a date or tried dating someone that much younger than him but like i think he would find that like the relationship probably isn't what he's looking for because of the sheer difference in life stage and like Mm. development and interests and like even if someone was like interested and dated him i think that that woman would eventually be like all right, <laughs> this isn't going to, like, go anywhere because, yeah. of, I mean, uh, no offense to him. Like, I want to have kids. I want to have kids with someone who isn't going to be, like, in a care home when our kid's a teenager. Even. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And this is mean, but I think, I don't honestly don't feel bad about the fact that men really do, like, Leonardo DiCaprio. The joke now is, like, oh. Mm. Don't turn 25 because yeah. then I can't date you anymore. <laughs> and it's just like, God. It's getting weird, isn't it? It's Come so on, Leo. bad. Yeah. It's so bad. And well, my brother, hey, Alex, if you hear this, my brother had dated a few girls when he was kind of like late 20s, early 30s. And he'd be talking to me about, you know, maybe the relationship ended or wasn't going great. And I'm like, these girls are in an entirely different life stage than you and probably want to do entirely different things than you. And so Mm. when they go out and do that and, like, maybe aren't spending time with you, you can't get mad. (laughs) Exactly. And it's it's even just the, like, the cultural differences between, you know, millennials and and Gen Zs and what have you. Like, they're in such a digital age that just... Like everything's so different. Like when I talk to the youngsters at work, like I'm just Hi, baffled just... by what they're even talking about half the time, and it makes me feel super old. Yeah, me too. Um, I've had to interview yeah. some teenagers, and I'm kind of like, "Are you familiar with TikTok? Because I am." <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Cool, neat, Great. yeah, brilliant, yeah." <laughs> okay, well, Ugh. while we're on the subject of dating. Um, I found this funny article um, where basically daters are sharing their most ridiculous exchanges they've had with their matches. Okay. Um, and I thought I should share some because they're really funny. Please do. And then I'll tell you like my one hilarious dating story that oh, I have. Yes. I'm sure there's more, but this is the one that's like really takes the cake. Amazing. <laughs> so these two have matched. And, uh, Whoever this person is sent the first message, said, I like your hair. And the second person replied, thanks, I grew it myself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's kind of like, hi, I'm weird. Sorry about being weird, but that's just who I am. (laughs) Also very generic. I don't know. I mean, I guess I appreciate the compliment, but that's probably something I would say in response, to be honest. Or I'd say, thanks, it's fake. (laughs) Yeah. I'm actually real bald. Do you want to know what my opener is? Yeah. I'm like, hey, can I interest you in some mediocre conversation? 
<laughs> you know what? Like over under promise and over deliver. That's what exactly. I exactly like. exactly. Yeah. I'm lowering their expectations <laughs> so that and they're surprising them. Exactly. <laughs> Does that work well? Um, what it's really good at is getting a gauge on their humor. Because mm-hmm. some guys come back and are like, well, it depends how mediocre it is. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it was meant to be funny. So if you don't get it, then bye. <laughs> yeah, that's actually good. That's a good mm. test. Whereas other guys get it and they're like, oh, definitely. Like, how's the Can't weather where you are? <laughs> wait. And it also lowers the pressure of like having to come up with something really interesting to say to people. They can just be like, how are you? What have you been up to? You're basically signaling to them that you can accept kind of that boring small talk of getting to know people rather than like, you better wow me from the beginning. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Small talk is boring as fuck, but it's a requirement on dating yep. apps. Yep. You have to do it. Um, okay, here's another one. So this guy's called Travis, um, and he's one of those guys that got his profile picture is a picture of his truck. Um, okay. so he sent a message to someone saying, hey, what's up? And they've replied, what's it like being a truck? <laughs> <laughs> he says, what do you mean? I'm not a truck, lol. They said, profile pictures don't lie. <laughs> He says, lol, I have other pics, but my truck, sorry, I have other pics than my truck, but I do love my truck. And they've said, that's what a truck would say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, (laughs) That person should be. Oh, this one's great. (laughs) There is one with Kate, actually. I'll read that one in a minute. (laughs) So the guy said, Damn, are you even real? The girls replied, real and trans and transgender. The guy said, what's transgender? Oh, no. They just replied, Google. They said, oh, so it's like a search engine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if that's worse than someone who's just like immediately like negatively reacted to someone being trans. Like is I just is don't think worse? we had a clue what it is. <laughs> like, I, you're too dumb, so that's a problem for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Eleven more. Oh, where's the picture gone? That's what a truck would say. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to do that if you ever get someone messaging you I'm kidding 100% this one's great Uh, so they've matched I don't know who's who but first person says words can't even describe how beautiful you are the other person said oh thank you smiley emoji and the other person then replied saying but numbers can 3 out of 10 Oh, the neg. Though I get the sense that maybe this person was just a jokester, but yeah. God, I hate negs. Ugh. That's great. This one's great. I wrote you a poem. Do you want to hear it? You can hear it anyway. There once was a girl <laughs> called who looks like 
whose sorry, whose looks could kill a machete. I'm a little bit drunk and my rhyming is junk. Spaghetti. <laughs> you know, good for him for thinking of a rhyme with spaghetti. I feel like that's something that trips people up. Yeah, I mean Eminem, come on. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Any response or blocked? Just said amazing. Oh, well, don't hate on someone's art. That's good. I have been, I've seen Tinder, Hinge, like OkCupid. I signed up for it once, like when I graduated law school and my friend Lauren and I were living together and she signed up because she was maybe like interested in doing some online dating and I think OkCupid had like a friendship option. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just met Sean at that point, so I wasn't like trying to date, but I was like, well, Lauren signed up. I'll sign up too, see what's on there. Like I I referenced her in my profile and they're like, we're looking for friends, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Well, of course I only got dick pics, but, and that (laughs) is my story. (laughs) There are no boundaries I've found, despite what you say you're looking for. Um, But a lot of my like dating experiences are people that I met in person. Um, And one particular story was a classmate of mine in law school. We were in class together, and I don't remember exactly what happened or how. I think it was kind of like maybe he approached me about grabbing some dinner or a drink sometime, and I wasn't really sure, like, if it was just, like, let's hang out. Because I try not to assume that it's, like, because they're interested in me yeah, versus just want to be friends. But the reality is it's never that they just want to be friends I've learned that now (laughs) um but I you know like I said I didn't want to be arrogant I was a little insecure still I am but uh so we went out and his name was Trevor fuck it I'll just blow him up and he (laughs) was fine like very muscular like not my usual type of guy that I've dated or ever Mm -hmm. been and I was a little bit like why are you talking to me like you are should be interested in like not me <laughs> to paint the picture. Basically the opposite of me. You know, tall, boobs, blonde, whatever. But and I my friend Allison, who you might remember, she was mm-hmm. one of she was our, you know, from law school. She joined. Yeah. And I think she, I asked her to join just because like I was like, oh I'm kind of nervous. Like I don't yeah. really go on dates and just come, whatever. And I another friend of ours from law school, her name was Jen, was she also was like, you need to go out with him. He is hot. Tell me everything. And so I was like, <laughs> we get to the place um I'm kind of like texting Allison and Jen and also Trevor uh before we all like we end up getting together and we sit down and I'm talking to him and Allison sitting next to me and just being kind of quiet because she's like I just realized I'm like on the third wheel on a date (laughs) 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 sorry Al um and I'm talking to Trevor and we're talking about law school and stuff and he he made a comment that I was immediately like oh no Mm. he's dumb no. Like we're talking about law clinic and, you know, classes and kind of just general things that he should know about being in law school. And he, he I think he was like, uh, what's law clinic? And I was like, are, are you kidding me? The law <laughs> clinic in our law school? And <laughs> so I, I that put me off because as much as I love to think that like a hot person is good enough, that's not really all that does it for me. Personality, you know, <laughs> intelligence yeah. helps. Yeah. And... So I grabbed my phone real quick and t- 
text like and Allison was sitting right there so I didn't need to text her but I wanted to update Jen on the date and I texted Jen saying Trevor might be an idiot Oh, and nice. I put my phone down <laughs> and went to the bathroom. <laughs> when I came back, Trevor was looking at his phone. Oh, shit. And I just happened to grab my phone and see that I did not text my friend Jen. I texted my- Trevor. <laughs> I texted Trevor that Trevor might be an idiot. <laughs> and I... And Allison, I think, picked because he looked at me and was like, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> and I was like, haha, I just was kidding. And Allison realizes what's going down and is like, probably really trying to contain herself. I'm like melting into a pile of embarrassment because I also don't want to hurt people's feelings, at least not while I'm sitting right in front of them. <laughs> and. I come up with some store. I don't know what I, I think maybe just, I, I think I even fessed up. I was like, dude, you didn't know what clinic was. I was just texting my friend, <laughs> you know, oh, shit. and <laughs> the date wraps up with him asking me out again. So he might oh. be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely an idiot. Yeah, definitely an idiot. And I'll be honest, that is not the first time I've done that. I've done that so many times and so many different I really need to pay attention but I I still talk about it with Allison and Jen sometimes because it's just like like I can't believe that happened fucking hell that's amazing and you know later I learned that he was like engaged and his fiance lived like an hour away in a different town and maybe was pregnant and I was just like that guy's a douche yeah so I don't feel any sort of sense of bad talking about his dumb ass on this podcast <laughs> but he was really hot so good for you yeah well done <laughs> i mean it's oft- this is this is a huge generalization but in my experience it's the hot ones that have zero personality they don't need to have a personality right i always like to Apparently joke not. i was an ugly kid so i had to develop a personality <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean it's a good one but i did i've got <laughs> A personality. Yeah, not a fucking piece of white toast. I, yeah, and I realized that, like, he maybe he asked me out kind of purely for just like I just want like physical reasons too. I don't know, but it's just there's a a need to have like some shared interests and at least like yeah. I guess I was so surprised that he was literally in law school with me and just seemed to know so little. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it is the hot ones, I think. Yeah. Sorry, hot people out there. Yeah. <laughs> Including you, Gemma. <laughs> I mean, if you're offended by it, then. <laughs> I mean, take it as a compliment, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Other than that, I think probably mo- most of my dates were people I ultimately ended up like kind of being serious with, you know? Mm. Um, I went on a date with a guy I worked with, he was so nice. And I just got real fucking drunk. So <laughs> that was short lived. But he was a nice guy and I feel kind of bad. I, I don't think that was a good time in my life. It was like bad breakup just happened and kind of in between boyfriends. Mm, looking for but a rebound. I don't even know. If I, he asked me out and I was kind of like, oh, well, like, that makes me feel good. And then mm. I just proceeded to get real drunk on the date. <laughs> 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 it was in college. 
it's kind of easily done though because it's a nerve-wracking situation mm-hmm. and it's it is much easier just to get a bit drunk and then <laughs> you feel full of confidence pretty sure i cried at one point and like the next time i saw him i was like i'm i'm sorry you're really nice if you want to go out again great i'd understand if you didn't and i think you know we hung out a couple times but it didn't really go anywhere and i ended up getting into another relationship (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's so good i once went on a date when i was younger and the guy took me to the cinema which initially seemed like a good idea but it was it's the worst idea for a first date i didn't know this guy at all mm-hmm. and so we had an awkward car journey to the cinema and then sat in silence for two hours and then another awkward drive back i was like yeah, that was fucking pointless like before or after at yeah. least <laughs> just somewhere where you can talk to each other yeah. <laughs> it was yeah so word of advice to people don't go to the cinema not for the first date do a dinner beforehand at least um but keep in mind if the dinner doesn't go well then you're going to be stuck with that person for another two hours exactly and that is the reason why i just go for a drink with people or a coffee Mm -hmm. because then if they're an idiot like trevor Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can just make your excuses and leave whereas if you're well gotta go if you're stuck at dinner with someone who's terrible um, and then you're stuck there for at least a couple of hours. That's uh, not fun. Dating advice from Gemma and Kate, who've been <laughs> clearly very successful. <laughs> I mean, you're married, so. <laughs> yeah, right. you know, and do I, do I think that's because it was long distance and so we were forced to talk the majority of those early <laughs> days? Yeah, that was probably a big part of it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, I was engaged, listeners, so. Uh... Don't think I'm some kind of old spinster. <laughs> you know, oh. no, I she have don't had a proposal. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you are catch too. So if people are ghosting you, then they're fucking lost. Yeah, man. <laughs> I date you. Thanks. <laughs> Oh, good times. Write in your own stories for us to maybe dissect or read yeah. and make fun of or sympathize with because I bet I bet I could come up with just like horror stories of relationship stuff too. I mean, I could talk about the time that I had to like get someone kicked out of law school because he was so obsessed with me. Really? Stalker. Mm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But another day. I think that might be good for like the toxic masculinity day. Yes, that'd be good. Um, um I do want to know what this things you believed as a child like note is. What is this about? <laughs> so, I just thought we could have a conversation about like were there things that like you believed or thought as a child and then like didn't realize until you were an adult that it was bollocks mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you had the complete mm-hmm. wrong end of the stick. Um, so well, I was a very smart child, so <laughs> <laughs> go on. So when we were kids, my dad told us that when he was a child, he was a guinea pig and then he grew into a human. 
Um, and I just did not question that. I just believed it because he was really convincing. Like he was proper gaslighting us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that He's is like, the yeah, technical yeah, yeah. term. But when I was born, I was a <laughs> guinea pig. And uh, then I grew into a human. I was like, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Why not? So when did you have the realization that didn't happen? That wasn't true. I reckon probably about 15. Yeah. 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 I was like, hold on. I don't think that's necessarily true, is it, Dad? <laughs> okay, did you go tell your little friends, like, after you learned that, that your dad was a guinea pig when he was born? Like, I don't think I did, no, because it was just like, oh, that, that must happen to everyone's dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah, fair. For years, I just assumed my, my dad was a guinea pig as a child. I, I think, so I have similar experiences, but almost kind of the opposite. Um, my parents very much didn't, I'm not sure why I want to say like they didn't want to perpetuate lies or maybe just didn't want to bother with it. But like I and my brother got told basically as soon as we could have like a comprehension of it, that there was no Santa Claus, no Easter bunny, no tooth fairy, none of that, none of that fun stuff. Right. And fine like we still got Christmas and like we got money when we lost teeth and we still got like candy on Easter and all of that mm. and I think I mentioned last time that I couldn't do Halloween um yeah we still got candy and got to do fun stuff but like they just and I do think it was probably just like my parents couldn't be bothered to like carry on the lie <laughs> yeah like do the work that was entailed <laughs> for that sort of thing which you know I kind of don't blame them no. um but what happened was I then went to daycare And told all of the kids there (laughs) that there's no Santa Claus. (laughs) And, like, the poor woman who was the daycare provider, like, had all these distraught children who were, like, upset because Katie K is (laughs) saying there's no Santa Claus. And there is, isn't there? And destroyer of dreams. Yeah. And she, so she had to, like, do something. So she put me in timeout for lying, which, <laughs> like, I get. She had to, like, preserve this for all these yeah. kids, you know, because, like, their parents, who knows, like, what they wanted to do with that. And so I had to, like, get in, put in timeout, which was very confusing for me, I'm sure, yeah. because I'm like, I'm not lying, though. And, like, okay. And then she had to tell, like, I had to put Kate, Katie in timeout for saying, my mom's like, well, you know, there is no Santa Claus. And <laughs> I'm sure the daycare provider was just like, Yes, I know, but, but it's not fair <laughs> for these other kids. Like, have some sympathy there. And I don't think, like, my parents really anticipated that. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> so, not quite the same, but I think in terms of, like, a thing that I thought was true for all families. Yeah, I think there's lots. I, just growing, I, like, growing up and having traditions that I think all families do, right? Mm. Like, I think all families maybe... I can't think of an example, but there, and then you get older and you say something to your friends and they're like, wait, what? No, that's not a thing we do. You know? Yeah. It's really weird. <laughs> like, what do you it? mean that's not a thing we do? Everyone I does just that. Thought everyone no. does that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there's lots of, I've seen lots of good stories about that too. Mm. Um, just like, oh yeah, my, my parents were big on doing X and it just seemed like a really normal thing. And then one day I talked about it at school and my mates were like, that's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll have to think of some for next time because yeah. I don't know. I know you guys obviously have like Father Christmas and stuff, but I am curious to know like the emphasis that is placed on childhood there because that was kind of one of the things I wanted to talk about, but more in terms of what was your pers- perspective of the U.S. and like U.S. culture and living when you were a kid based on probably what you saw on TV and stuff mm. like that. And I'll tell you about mine someday, but cool. I think that it's just interesting to know because you guys have Father Christmas and your different traditions there. Mm. And what we do here. Yeah. That'll be good. We'll do a deep dive. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the holiday traditions <laughs> for our respective homelands that I didn't get to celebrate, but I certainly am familiar with. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard all about it. <laughs> Great. Well, is there anything else you'd like to talk shit about today, Kate? I think that I do want to talk just a quick cap of something that really grinds my gears is society (laughs) (laughs) just i'm sorry as a whole yep everything is frustrating and like the (laughs) politics of things going on over here is frustrating i need to i need to do like detox from the news sometimes because i'll see stuff and it's just so horrifying like you told me last time the ozone layer is healing which was like a nice thing but then i see something like Texas woman stabs her five children and three die because mm-hmm. she had an unsupervised visit that she wasn't supposed to have and blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh my God. The best thing and you can do for your mental health is to stop reading the news. I'm telling yeah. you, I stopped. Uh, I think it was like midway through the COVID lockdowns because mm-hmm. I was just like getting serious anxiety mm-hmm. about everything like fucking everyone's dying like the fucking climate's falling apart we're all gonna burn to death like just everything it's just one thing after another and they do it on purpose because it's clickbait and people react to bad news more than good news but I was like I just can't I can't take this amount of bad shit every day and so I I don't read news apps anymore very rarely occasionally jump on one and I don't know anything that's going on. People are like, oh my God, have you heard about blah, 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 And I'm like, nope. And I don't need to know. It doesn't affect me. Like, Interesting. I was just going to ask, do you feel like you're, like there's ever stuff that like you should be like kind of kept up on and you're missing out or like, do you have a way of kind of getting the important stuff? Like, I guess weather events, right? You know, those are kind yeah. of important. But um and I guess, you know, some stuff does filter through on like social media and things. Um yeah, like really, you know, big like the war in Ukraine and, you know, I'm mm-hmm. obviously aware that that's happening, but I don't know details about it. Kind of um, like maybe the... I should, maybe as society it is our responsibility to know that information, but I just know personally it's helped my anxiety and mental health like immeasurably not reading the news. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're right. My therapist recommended that I at least take a step away. Like I couldn't I was so glued to the news when pandemic hit and then George mm. Floyd getting murdered like yeah. I couldn't stop. And then I mm. am I'll see something about climate change and like all of those problems and it will make me like doom spiral yeah a little bit and it's hard and so I think I at least need to benefit I could benefit from taking breaks from it sometimes um 
and I got to be better about that because it's like it will it will keep me awake. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's uh, it's not fun. Maybe I should get into yoga like you. You should, yeah. We could do a yoga podcast. Okay, we'll do like a <laughs> meditation station. And gently close your eyes. And take uh, how do you do that breath. gently? <laughs> Jenna? <laughs> I need yeah, more I, specific I have a instructions. <laughs> I already told you I don't know how to do anything relaxing, so you're going to have to be real specific step by steps. Do you go for like massages or anything? No. Um, I've had them, and I think the fact that I keep being told to relax when I think I am <laughs> to, to be so frustrating plus just like having strangers touch me is not super fun but it's just so many mm. times it was like relax your shoulders they are and they're like here <laughs> you can't see me but they're up to my ears people at home and it's just like I I don't know if I know how to or I think yeah. I am and then the pressure like the concern that I'm not is overwhelming mm. yeah I think Charlie's like that she doesn't like doesn't like other people touching her and uh can't relax when in yeah. such a situation. <laughs> well, I think Charlie and I probably are cut from the same cloth and that we're just kind of a little bit tightly wound people, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. But she's found her own kind of, I, I assume, like the stuff she does with like strength training and stuff has been mm-hmm. probably a method of relaxation yeah. for her, which... That's her release, I think. When I was training for the marathon, I found a lot of, like that was the only time I could really kind of shut my brain off and focus on the thing I was doing which was wow this really sucks I have mm. a long way to run but yeah. I wasn't thinking about other things mm. so I know a lot of people that use running as their meditation yeah if only it wasn't so hard yeah you just have to find that thing that stops you thinking so much yeah I think. yep um well if I drink enough <laughs> then I feel great <laughs> yep Everything's great. <laughs> well, as always, it's been a pleasure talking shit with you about it life has. and love and people. Beautiful. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know what to say, but <laughs> we have so much to talk about for next time too. We do. So tune we in. Topics coming out of our ears, baby. So many. I mean, just to give you a highlight, guns. Mm. Beans. <laughs> uh, some like more current topical local events for from Gemma's neck of the woods and also mine. And, you know, ways to give Americans an authentic UK experience because that's the most important thing is making it about me. <laughs> <laughs> but kind of on the flip side, I want to talk to you about one day coming when it's the Minnesota State Fair and making you eat all the things. And I'm going to tell you about the foods and you're going to tell me if you'd eat it or not. Okay. I'm up for hearing about that. Yeah, deal. Nice. Nice. Well, let's sign off. Ta-ta, toodaloo. Pip-pip, cheerio. I'm Gemma. (laughs) Okay, goodbye. I'm Kate. (laughs) That was terrible. (laughs) Beender. What's that beender? Beender. That's how Sean does my accent because I apparently I must say that all the time. So beender pants. That's that's me. Pants. Was that good? Yes. Perfect. You nailed it.
Give me a phrase to say. I'm going to learn your accent. Okay. Um, let me think of one. Let me think of one. I hope this. I hope this email finds you well. I hope this email finds you well. I think that sounded really good. Thank the you. thing is, is that that's what I actually sound like. I am so upset, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it. Like, I think we, d- I do and we do kind of have this, um, not a lilt, but like a, well, it's vocal fry nasal, but also kind of a valley girl quality, even though we, where I'm from, the dialect we have here is not like, oh, my God, or hey, y'all, you mm-hmm. know. But there's still like a blend of those things. Yeah. So I notice I in your accent, like I don't know if they're I don't even know the word Minnesotian. Mm-hmm. Minnesotans. Yeah. Minnesotan. Um, there's some things you say now where it sounds almost like a little bit Canadian. Oh, <laughs> Do you know no. what I mean? <laughs> well, and frankly, I think that's true even kind of in the in Iowa and South Dakota, like, because we're a little bit more north, um, but... Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. You mean, like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Oops, sorry. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's full of boot, that. <laughs> I mean, you don't, don't sound like boot. that. You don't sound like it. It's just a little twang every now and then. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. It's <laughs> yeah, all I think... a boot the booty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I think there are, and there are people here who are real Minnesotan, and I hear it, and I'm like, whoosh, and then I... We'll hear myself say something. I'm like, oh, I've only lived here for like six years. <laughs> Oops. Oh, that's another thing I want to talk about at some point is how we have in the UK such crazy different accents for such a small mm-hmm. landmass. Yep. <laughs> like, it's true. Whereas, and that'll be your time to demonstrate all your accents that you yes, can do. I yeah, love it. That's what I'll do. I think... I do think there's some uh, similarities, though, because we have not as many, but we have kind of these four or five, like there's yeah. the southern, the west coast, east coast, north, mm. right? And then there's like maybe sub pockets of accents, too. But you can kind of like we have the Texan, which is also the southern, and then but maybe one's yeah. like a little more Texas and the other one's like, oh, aren't you sweet? Bless her heart. And... I don't know if I could pinpoint the differences, but... Get off the roof, Cletus. Yep. <laughs> Ma, my shotgun. Fetch my shotgun. And those are easier to mimic, too, because they feel yeah. a little bit more extreme. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I just... It's it's like the, the inverted commas, normal American accent mm-hmm. that I think is the hardest to... Do. And yours, which is, I guess, the... Well... I don't know if you call it this, but English yeah, like um, posh-ish. Yeah. Which I used to think meant like London, but London's actually quite, um, it's almost like valley-ish. In, mm. And there's quite a it? diverse range of um, accents in London, depending on your class. Yeah, like, that's the other you'll thing have like, Yeah, like say the really posh people speak like that. And like everything's like, oh my God, like I can't even believe it. <laughs> but then you get like roadmen, as they call them these days, which are like proper like rude boys and like, you know, live down <laughs> in the ends. You're like, you're my fam and everything's like abbreviated. Dirty rascal sounds like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
I think I've heard his music and that's kind of what his accent sounds like. Yeah. Or Dizzy, Dizzy Rascal? Dirty Rascal. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Dizzy Rascal. (laughs) My bad. Sorry. (laughs) Dizzy Rascal. Um, Yeah. But then there's like Adele whose accent is. Yeah. And that's Cockney. Yeah. So that's really like apples and pears. (laughs) Upstairs. (laughs) Upstairs, mate. (laughs) I'm Adele. I sing like a fucking songbird. Oh, that was kind of Liverpoolian, wasn't it? <laughs> My <Yeah. bad>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can't blow our load on the accents no. on this episode because that's probably going to take an hour. So see you next week. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you. you Thank you for talking people. with me too. <laughs> oh, it's been an absolute pleasure, my friend. And thank you to all our three listeners who've joined us this week. Um, Hi, Keith and Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Um, and we'll be back next week with more shit to talk about. Come with your best shit, Gemma. I'm going to come it. with my best cack. <laughs> Please bring it. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.